We are talking with a real estate entrepreneur who has his fingers in many different pies. He's an owner, a landlord. Uh, he has an Airbnb. He does flips. He does wholesales. He does listings. He's a broker. He is all over the place. He runs a team. So I got to ask, Omar, yeah. are you nervous about the rest of 2023 and what 2024 might bring? A nasty recession, a collapse in transactions or prices, or are you excited for what's coming because you know the opportunity will be bigger as more people bail out? What What's going on in your business? What's going on in your heart? You know, that's a good question. Um, I feel that, um, obviously, this is just my opinion. I feel that the next five months, the rest of the year, you probably have to do so much work the next five months to like set yourself up for what's to come in 2024, because we don't know. I feel like if there's going to be a slowdown, that quarter one of 2024 might be like retarded, or it could all of a sudden be great if they end up lowering the rates, which they're already they're already raising it one more time, right? I think in November um, or September or something like that, right? Because they just raised it again. So if they raise it again before the end of the year, I, you know, I, no one's going to be able to afford shit. Yeah. And but people still buy, people still sell. You just have to really figure out like who your market's going to be. If it's obviously sellers, the inventory aspect of it, because inventory is low, but you have to get good price properties. You have to come out with great, you know, with great houses that are right in the median. But I, I'm kind of, I'm not going to say I'm nervous about it, but I am concerned about that Q1 of 2024. I am. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot to be concerned about. If you run a big business and you're responsible for other people, right? You have employees or team members. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at a situation where, you know, I mean, look at your market, right? You, you before we started, you're like, dude, Michael, I got less than 800 properties listed. This is crazy. I mean, how, how can we, you know, how can an average agent and team make a living doing that? And if rates go up from here and we hit the slow season in inventory. Maybe inventory increases, but that's because nobody can buy, right? Afford anything, like you said. I mean, you could really scare yourself. But if you kind of put a you put a lens on this, it's like, all right, now it's time to work, because yeah. a lot of people are going to be, you know, out of the business and and Starbucks baristas pretty soon. Um, sometimes it's about surviving, right? I think there's a statement in commercial about survive to twenty five. I think Ooh, having, I like that. Yeah, survive to 25, right? So if you can hunker down and just keep moving forward, we will get through this and uh it could be pretty good after that. You know what, Michael, that that leads me to something else. Um and this is this is perfect because I've been doing a lot of inventory on the portfolio and figuring out where what's not performing, what is and honestly, what you just said survive to 25. I'm making some decisions of like some of our properties that are sitting there, like the cash flows three, four hundred bucks, but I have two hundred k in equity. It's like if I sell this thing, granted, we're not in that market to sell. You want to keep everything, right? But you also don't want to keep everything if you don't if you don't have the ability to withstand. Okay? Exactly. And 
yeah. if that 200,000 is going to be like, think about this. If I told you, Michael, you have $250,000 in a property, but you're making, let's just call it $6,000 a year, 250,000, $6,000 a year. You mean to tell me that with that $250,000 in your pocket, can you not make more than 6K in cash flow versus leaving 250? I mean, you can literally double that 250 in 18 months. And that's something that I've been thinking about, thinking about. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Because then now you have money to, to deploy if you choose to. If not, you wait to Q1 of, of 2024 and you buy a shitload more property. Yeah, there's there's I mean, a lot. Know. I don't know. No, th there's a lot in this. I mean, there there are times where taking chips off the table is the right idea. Um, you know, if you're in an environment where all your cash is out and you're ner like, I mean, just a perfect example. I I make fun of him. I call him billionaire Barry, Barry Sternler from Starwood. He's a billionaire for heaven's sakes, billionaire. What did okay. he do recently? He sold 1,900 homes to invitation homes. Why did he yeah. do that? He sold 1,900 homes to Invitation Homes because Invitation Homes gave him $450 million in cash. Billionaire Barry might be a billionaire on its balance sheet, but he is very illiquid. So Bill, Billionaire Barry got $450 million in cash to insulate himself so he can decide which stuff to keep and which stuff to let go. Billionaires are not immune. If you're illiquid and you have no cash, you're not in control. So this is about surviving to 25. And if it's good enough for billionaire Barry to sell some homes, it might be good enough for some of us as well. Yeah, Michael. Um, yeah, that, that, that literally, I'm glad that we're having this conversation. Uh, it, this wasn't planned. This was just something that we just decided to talk about. And literally just the math, $448,000 a home. That's what he got for that nine, those 1900 houses. Um, which is absolutely insane. Um, that's great. Cause now it makes me think like, all right, um, I need to get to a, I need to get to a million bucks. Uh, no, a million five, million six, um, comfortness mm -hmm. in liquid. And then, you know, still have my cash flow and, and, and sell the crappy ones and keep the nice <laughs> ones. But yeah, I mean, I, I have to, like, this is not even a have to thing. It's like, should I could I get through it? Yeah, no problem. We got the income coming in. We got the 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 real estate resale side of it, right? But like you just said, survived to twenty five. Now we're sitting at a year and a half of you know of of it's a just, nut it that I don't it, have to cover. It takes it takes the pressure off, right? Yeah, it takes the pressure off. It's like no problem. Twenty twenty four overhead done, right? I have nothing to worry about. We we can stumble and be okay. Yeah, that, that that's interesting. Yeah, and that's something that we're we're doing, and you know, um, yeah, it's 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 like a, an immediate thing that or refinance, pull out some money from your properties, but um, which is good too. Yeah, but then cash flow like, goes down, and you know, all these other things. And, yeah, and then if they don't pay, and then you have to charge way higher rent to cover. You know, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. There's a lot of. Uh, uncertainty but uh the one thing that you need to be certain on is betting on yourself to make sure yes. that you get through this process yeah remember folks from episode number two today you only have to do that much more 
to be in the 1%. I think it's Alex Ramosi that said, it's easy to stand out today. Just do that a little bit more. Omar is doing a little bit more. He now is going to survive to 25 without question. Omar, how can people find you? Join your team. Do a deal together. What's going on? Guys, follow me on IG at Invest with Omar. A bunch of cool stuff out there. So um, just DM me or uh, shoot me a text. There you go, buddy. Thanks again. You're welcome. Thanks, Michael.